0: News Radio 680, WPTF, and Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. My name is Scott Fitzgerald, and uh, Bill, what a wild week it's been.
1: It has. Uh, good morning, Scott. Uh, it's great to be back, and uh, what kind of weather are we having?
0: Uh, it's, apparently, they tell me this is just typical North Carolina weather. 60-degree well, swings within, within a week.
1: It is pretty wacky when you have a, 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 a snowstorm that shuts down half the state and uh, closes the Interstates and and the like and closes our schools for several days and then a few a few days later it's it's uh, almost like being in in Florida uh-huh.
0: so nice I thought it was funny when the, you know the news people are saying you know make sure you go to the grocery store and of course the first thing in my mind is always toilet paper um, and then they're saying get eggs milk and bread so well, was like, everybody everybody makes French toast that's that's, that's got to be what the deal is so. But yeah, what a difference a week makes. So.
1: Uh, well, just it just goes to show that that uh, you know life is a lot like the North Carolina weather. It's pretty wacky and mm-hmm. it, it uh, changes in unexpected ways. Um, and the, you know, it's not just just that. Uh, I guess we can give a shout out uh, to the national football champions, collegiate football champions, uh, Clemson Tigers. Uh, you know, if you listen to all the experts, they had no chance. Uh, but uh, the, the bottom line is, is that uh, they played a great game, and they they never let up, and they they won the game in the last second. So, well,
0: some of the experts said if if Clemson were to play at the top, top, top of its game, that they'd be able to take down the Crimson Tide. So,
1: well, even even those of us who watched the game. Um, uh, the the folks the announcers really d- didn't give Clemson much chance. I mean, it was more of an eighty twenty kind of of announcing until the very end when they sort of gave up. But you, you know the the it, well, you know what the definition of an expert is, don't you, Scott?
0: This is going to be good. What is it, Bill?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, and and this is true whether it's on football or whether it's uh, about your finances or about the weather. Uh, an expert is is one who can tell you why they were wrong yesterday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then I'm an expert a lot in life. They can explain
1: yeah. to you why they weren't correct the, the day before. Um, There's a
0: lot of husbands who are were experts. They wake up and go, honey, I'm really sorry about that yesterday. Uh, you know? Well,
1: that's, that's another <laughs> issue that I don't want to get into today, uh, for sure. But... Uh, Uh, But the bottom line is, is that, uh, you know, the other thing that – it. well, of of course, I want to give a shout-out to you, Scott. You have been a fantastic host, and I know that you're uh, moving on to WBT in Charlotte Mm -hmm. and uh, that you're looking forward to uh, a huge advancement uh, in radio, uh, and you certainly deserve it. You've been uh, a great host and – uh, in, in some ways, I, I, hate to see you leave because you really know this area well, uh, particularly with senior issues. Uh, but I also know that we're waking, uh, welcoming, uh, Jason Kong, uh, and he will, uh, fill in fairly well for what I understand. Well, he's
0: the smartest guy in the building. So, uh, you got a good base to build on there.
1: Well, I'm looking forward to seeing Jason next week and, uh, uh, I know that. Uh, the, well, the the show will go on. Mm-hmm. We, we're uh, we're going to keep on keeping on because this is something that I really enjoy uh, doing for folks, and I hope people appreciate what we're trying to do here.
0: Absolutely. Now, I wanted to ask you, and we're only two weeks into the year here, but your Money Secrets TV program has has begun to air. It has. Uh, you, it
1: started out really well too. Feeling some traction on that. It has. Uh, we're we're delighted. Uh, as you know, it airs on Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock. It's
0: a great time.
1: Uh, which is a good time. Uh, it's on uh, the CW channel, which is uh, channel 22. Uh, of course, it's not 22 on the cable channels and it things like that. Depends on where that, you are but in town. It's, but... it's a channel that is available in every medium, whether you're on cable or broadcast or have an antenna or mm-hmm. uh, whatever. Uh, and it's not only being broadcast in this area, but it's being broadcast in other parts of the country as well. So we're we're just really excited about yeah. the program.
0: Now, what kind of eyeshadow do you wear? I mean, what what, what do they put on you? Those makeup people. <laughs> well.
1: Actually, they do some of that stuff. I'm not into that, but uh, well, I mean, everybody's different. But, but it's, it's it's part of it, I guess.
0: But just a little powder, but to keep you from shining.
1: Yeah, but the show is a lot of fun. It's a 30 minute show. I each noticed you Sunday moved on morning. from the makeup there, Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they they need to more they need to use more than just a little makeup on no me. Idea. I tell you what, but um but but it is a continuation of, uh, of many of the themes that uh, I talk about on this show mm-hmm. asset protection today because uh, a lot uh, when it comes to money is how do you protect it right uh, and asset protection and that's something that's very near and dear to, to me as you know uh, so it's 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 really been a good show and of course as, as you know this uh, this week we've also had our seminars and um, and uh, it was a very successful seminar on Wednesday. And, of course, as you know, we have two seminars a month, mm-hmm. uh, the second Wednesday of, of each month. And while for those folks who missed it this past week, uh, there's, they can always uh, catch up next month or the month after. Uh, but th- those seminars uh, focus on long-term care and, and, right, crises, and government and... assistance that's available to folks. Uh, or not, depending on folks' circumstances. Mm -hmm. But, uh, uh, you know, particularly with Medicaid, special assistance, veterans' assistance that might be available to folks. Um, So we we tell them, we we tell the folks that come exactly what the rules are. Uh, And it's really hard for people, anyone who's gone through it, knows how difficult it is to get accurate information. There are very few sources that can give you accurate information. There's not a book you can read on any one of those programs in North Carolina. Uh, and there are very few advisors who know very much about it. So being able to get accurate information is important to well, people.
0: And they change the rules, too, all the time. I mean, I can't remember how many times you say, well, you know what? They're thinking about doing this, or next year this might go into play. So it's it's a moving target, too. Well, it is a
1: moving target, and that's one of the reasons why there's so few advisors, whether they be lawyers or financial advisors or insurance or bankers or any other – uh, of the folks that folks might rely on, that that's why they don't know very much about it. Even social workers and those who work in the field know very little about how the the programs work. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy to get bad advice
0: right. And then it makes it even easier to get a no after you put your application through. and they don't give you if I understand things correctly, they don't come back and say, "Here, you need to fix this, this, and this. it's just no." no.
1: Uh, well that's exactly right and that's that is uh, actually very true whether it's for Medicaid special assistance uh, VA. or VA mm-hmm. uh, they're they're all that way and yeah. it's uh, very unfortunate so you have to do it the right way the first time hmm if you want to be approved,
0: that's right. Because, like you said, there, there are always changes that go on. Bill, let's take a break and let's talk about some other changes that okay. uh, that might affect your life. We'll do that coming up next. This mm-hmm. is Asset Protection with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio six eighty WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF and Asset Protection today. If you want to learn about Bill and what he does online, a good place to snoop around is wga law.com. That's wga law.com. Before the break, you said Let's talk about some change. And I just want to make sure you haven't changed your mind about talking about change. No, You're I still actually, just right.
1: just like the weather, uh, we often face the unexpected. And in fact, if anyone catches the fact that my, my voice is a little hoarse this morning, it's because for the past uh, week I've been trying to recover from a flu bug. Well, Ooh. I can assure you that I did not want it. Uh, I was warned about it. You yeah. know, it's been get your flu shot and all, all of the other problems. Uh, uh, things that uh, the, the the folks that know tell us about. Uh, but the fact of the matter is my son had it and he drove my car and then I drove my car. No and, way. And, you know, a day later I start coming down with it. So th- last weekend was not a particularly good weekend for me. And of you're course are you, you know, now. with the digging out with the snow, it was actually a pretty good time to be sick, I guess. But, but uh, the, the bottom line is, is that uh, uh, that's something that, that we all face in our life uh, for me uh, fortunately it was short term but the bottom line is is that uh, when someone gets sick you know short term or long term it affects us individually but it also affects our family uh, you, you think about uh, when a child gets sick what happens they you know they need to stay home so guess what either mom or dad, have to stay home to take care of them, uh, and uh, that's not expected either. Right. And so it it uh, it affects uh, mom and dad's work situation, and somebody at work has to take up the slack. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also means more work for mom and dad when they go back to work. Uh, and uh, it's the domino effect. It, it is a domino effect with a family, mm-hmm. uh, and it makes a difference. Now, as as any wife will tell you, when the when the husband gets sick, oh, it's, it's oh, here, here comes a slam! Here uh,
0: comes a slam!
1: It's doubly bad because we're we're not particularly good patients. <laughs> <laughs> we whine more. <laughs> well, that's what they say. Yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> at least, uh, but but the, of course, uh, I want to just push this a little farther because uh, the bottom line is is with long term care issues when a person. Is if you w- want to call it being sick, uh, y- y- you know, it-, it more than just temporarily uh, upsets the apple cart. Right. It's not one and done. You know, it, one week and it's it, over. It's It, it, continuous. it really does. Um, you know, short-term issues you can work out without uh, too much trouble with, with some effort. But long-term issues are far, far more difficult, uh, re- oftentimes requiring life-altering changes For the family, you know, obviously it affects the individual who is suffering from whatever issue it is. But it's the kind of thing uh, where um, the the spouse is the normal caregiver uh, initially for for a loved one who has long-term care issues. But sometimes it's the children. Sometimes there's not a spouse. But it's always someone. Mm -hmm. And even if... There's plenty of money and there's caregivers 24-7 and that sort of thing, You, the, the family still has to step up and make sure that they are there on a regular basis and they're an advocate uh, and the like. Um, you know, the worst thing for anyone that's in a long-term care facility is for their family not to visit on a regular basis. Right, they
0: just disappear.
1: You know, everyone needs an advocate. And You know, the the fact of the matter is most families don't have the money to provide that level of care. So guess what? A family member has to step up and Mm -hmm. provide that care. Uh, And so – but the bottom line is, is that very few families know the rules of the road when that accident happens – um, you know, with with most things, uh, families do know the rules and they know what to do and they know how to take care of it. With long term care, this is completely foreign to them.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, you have a baby. There's a million people to tell you how to raise that baby. Exactly. Some advice great, some not so much.
1: Well, clearly babies are life altering. <laughs> yeah, they certainly are. But
0: there isn't there aren't that yeah. many people who lead the way and blaze the path in your life to tell you how to take care of mom or dad.
1: Well, there there are groups um, that can help. Um, you know, like the Alzheimer's Association. You know, Alzheimer's and dementia is a huge issue for seniors, um, and, and there's no reason for any person uh, not to um, seek advice from others who've been through it. You know, why reinvent the wheel? Mm-hmm. When, you know, hundreds and thousands of other folks have gone through it and, and there is a great deal of advice available to you, you know, where you can get help, where the resources are, little tricks of the trade, you know, who are the uh, – wh- what what groups should you go to, uh, you know, those kinds of things uh, are really important and can be extraordinarily helpful uh, to people. It's not – just about the legal rules of the road it's it's about the medical rules it's about the practical rules it's about the home care rules it's it's everything and it's overwhelming for most families it's just that in the typical long-term care situation it's a slow process so it's not something that just happens overnight it can be that way you know a stroke or something like that can can change something overnight but for many folks it's a gradual, gradual decline. decline yeah and that's that's a lot harder you know families do have the advantage you know when they get together once or twice or three times a year of seeing that decline it's easier to see when when you've away from somebody for three or four months and then you see them again you know that's one reason we get so busy after thanksgiving and christmas is because families see the decline and then it's uh-oh right
0: we better do something now Yeah,
1: we we really need to make sure that mom or dad is in a safe environment uh, those kinds of things but then there's the other side of the coin is you know from mom and dad's perspective it's okay, we understand we're declining, but we still want to be in charge. Right. We still want to keep our independence. We still want to be in control to the maximum degree possible. And th- those are conf- sometimes conflicting situations, but they're both important. Right. I mean, in other words, you want your seniors to be independent and as much in control as possible, and you also it's critical for them to be safe. Um, you know both uh, are uh, big points you know in fact uh, sometimes we talk about scams uh, that are out there and this is probably a good topic to talk about this morning for a few minutes because uh, this is a time of year that scams are really being pushed by the scam artists
0: why this time of year
1: uh, well, uh, part of it is because um, it's before tax time, mm. uh, and there are a number of dish, di- different uh, scams that are related uh, to tax issues and the like, uh, but there are other reasons. It just – I mean, scams are all, all, all year that. long, yeah. but they seem to present themselves this time of year more often than, than not, and um, but but the bottom line is is that as we age, you know, those folks who are approaching 80 are the prime target for scammers. And those who are in their 80s and living alone and living independently are the least likely people to report a scam. Now, why do you think that might be?
0: Well, they're doing everything they can to remain independent. <laughs> That by the time that you're 80, there's going to be some cognitive decline. They're probably afraid of admitting that. So if they do something that's a little on the silly side, would you want to tell anybody? Because that might endanger your, quote, independence.
1: Well, that's the problem, Hmm. is that they don't want to admit it to their children for fear that their children will want to take over. Right. And that affects their independence. The scammers know that, so they use that to their advantage. And, and so it's, this is where it gets really tricky for both the uh, senior and for the children uh, in terms of how to, how to deal with that. This, this is where the seniors need to, in order to stay independent, they need to at least give access to their children to where the children can uh, look at their accounts each month, without taking over, you know, but they can at least monitor it. You know, you can start some things in place. Uh, Most seniors don't need additional credit. You can basically turn off credit. You can freeze credit. You know, those things can be really helpful to seniors. Um, You can also – there are some things where uh, you can uh, monitor even things at the bank so that uh, the bank manager – is aware that there's some decline mm-hmm. so that if mom goes to the bank and wants a, a money order f- uh, for cash for you know ten thousand dollars that there's a phone call made right uh th- those those are just some things that uh are not difficult to put in place but that can be really important uh, to seniors because, and, and part of it is the psychological of the children always need to be supportive. In other words, how can we help you stay independent? What can we put in place so you can remain independent, remain in control, but you can also be protected? And, um, you know, it's, it's a process. It's not a one and done thing.
0: No, it's not. Talking about changes today. You know, we just went through them with the weather. Your family dynamics are going to change on a regular basis, and that's one of the reasons we're here to help. It's Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio six eighty WPTF and Asset Protection today. Hi, my name is Scott Fitzgerald, along with attorney Bill Alexander. And uh, before the break, Bill, we were talking about scams, and typically they're done over the phone, aren't they? For for our seniors,
1: well, many scams are, but there's some door to door scams. There are email scams and there are phone scams, and any and the, one of the danger spots is anyone who has been scammed once. There will be additional scams that are thrown at them uh, times ten. Because anyone who's been successfully scammed get on a list that are sold to other scammers. uh, And and so it becomes a very valuable list for those who are susceptible to scams. Uh, It's it's very, very dangerous. But we can talk about a few of the scams that happen this time of year. And the biggie is tax scams, where you might get uh, an email or a phone call from the Internal Revenue Service, which people should know that doesn't really happen they never
0: email they never uh, call it's always and the a bottom letter. line
1: is if if you get a call claiming uh, you know from the irs basically saying you have to pay this today uh you, you know we need your credit card or the the like it's a scam the irs does not work that way um it's uh and so uh, threats from you know i've you know the truth is is that uh the in inter- turn the Internal Revenue Service can be very threatening, but they don't threaten. Uh, it, you know, they're not the ones that say we're going to put you in jail if you don't pay this, or this is going to be a horrible result, uh, one way or th- or the other. And uh, nor do they ever demand uh, the the uh, at least over the phone or through email the fact that this has to be paid today, today right. which the is almost always way. what. A scammer wants. They want your credit card. They want your social security number. They um, uh, they want inform personal information from you. And the way they do it is they scare the patooties out of you, right? Uh, with this kind of communication. Uh, so it's it's just um, uh, you know there are many others. Vacation scams or others. Anytime you get uh, something for a free stay at a hotel or free airline tickets or free anything that requires some kind of deposit or payment, it is 99% likely that that would be a scam. And you're just so much wiser to avoid anything with the word free to it. Right. Uh, Particularly if it's free, but you have to pay the taxes on it. It's free, but you have to give us a deposit. It's free, but... You know, so if it's a free-butt situation, uh, it's a scam, and you have to understand it's a scam, and you're not going to get anything uh, from it.
0: Now, those, they don't typically go for the bigger chunks of change, though, do they?
1: Uh, well, it depends on how you look at it. Maybe it's only 100 or $200. But they go for but, volume. But they get volume. Yeah, That's exactly right. Okay. And so uh, another big one that folks uh, should know to be looking for at this point has to do with flood cars Um, so if anyone is in the market for a used car today um, they particularly if it seems to be a really good deal uh, then it's going to be really important that you get a report on that car to determine that it is not a flood vehicle i mean there, there are folks who are experts at looking at cars and determining whether it has been a, a flood vehicle or not. Uh, and yes, it's supposed to be reported, but there are plenty of people who don't report. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so um, uh, the um, th- there are ways you can um, look to see if what you're looking at. So this is where before you buy – you need to look at what's called a VIN check or a Carfax, or auto check. Any of those three should tell you whether there's been flood damage to the car. And then, of course, looking at the car, if it smells funky, it's right. probably a flood-damaged car. Uh, and, you know, there are also ways you can inspect it to determine if it's flood-damaged. But that's, that's a huge problem right now, particularly with the floods that we've had in North Carolina and, uh, you know, we're not the only state in the country that's had significant flooding in the past year. So there are tons and tons of flood-damaged vehicles on the, that are available for sale, and they may seem like a good deal, but uh, they probably aren't. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's that goes back to the old statement: if it's too good to be true, it's probably a scam.
0: Now, do it? Does a personal? If if I'm buying a car from just another individual, and it's a flood car. By law, do they need to tell me that it was a flood car, or is uh, it only the dealers that uh, that have that process in place?
1: Well, I suspect it's only the dealers, okay. really, uh, as it relates. Um, you know, when you when you do the title, you know, you uh, if you have uh, if it's been damaged, I think what over twenty five percent, it's it's supposed to be reported on the title, uh, but. You know, this is the kind of thing where the car looks like it's not damaged. It uh-huh. hadn't been in an accident. Right. But the insurance, if, they've had, if they have had insurance to cover it, then the insurance has paid them for a total loss on the vehicle or something close to it. Or maybe not, because if they took the total loss, it They'd probably car. went to the, yeah, the car went to uh, an auction more than likely. And then there are tons and tons of, of cars that are proper, properly damaged uh, in lots that are designated as flood cars, but then you know they're, you, you have to protect yourself. Right. It's fire beware, and, and that's uh, the bottom line. And, yeah, and that's true for all scams. Uh, but it, it can be more difficult for seniors because seniors tend to be on fixed income, and there are very few seniors that I know that feel like they've got enough income. You know, so they're looking for deals. Right, and always that's one of the reasons that scams can be very successful with seniors is because they're on a fixed income they always are looking for for the better deal uh and sometimes the scams are just too much for them they they uh, really want to bite into it and they do and then they get stung for five or ten thousand dollars and then they're fe- fearful of reporting it uh to anyone so that their children won't find out about it.
0: What kind of what kind of change do you see? And, and and I'm sure that at some point in time you've seen some folks who have gotten scammed. How does that change the family dynamic there moving forward?
1: Well, um, it really depends on the children, in my opinion. If the children come in, uh, and basically say, Dad, you've lost it. We have to take over. You can't write your checks anymore. You can't have access to your own money anymore. We're taking over. That pushes Dad right back to the next scammer. Uh, and so this is where the the loved you know the loved ones, the children, really have to be very careful. On the other hand, if they take it, you know, Dad, this could have happened to anyone. Uh, maybe we need to put some safety precautions in place. Why don't we start monitoring? You know, let, you know, Joe monitor your bank statements each month to make sure, and, and let's cut off your credit, and let's, let's do some things we can put in place. Don't make any major decisions without calling one of us and at least getting a second opinion as to whether it makes sense or not. Um, You know, those kind of things. Um,
0: so sometimes the approach is what makes it work or not work. makes everything. It yeah. makes
1: all the difference in the world because mom or dad has to be comfortable that what they're putting in place is reasonable and it's still not taking away. Now, you know, there are times when seniors are at a point where it's like, I don't want to do this anymore. You do it. And that's fine. That's different. That's, that's different, very different. Yeah. But oftentimes uh, they're struggling to stay independent and stay in control. And there are some mechanisms that any family can put in place that's helpful and not detrimental. And that's, that's what you're really trying to accomplish in most cases because, you know, from my perspective, it's mom and dad's money. It's, you know, everybody makes mistakes. You, you can't find a person in this world, I don't care what age they are, that hasn't made a stupid mistake with money. I mean, can you tell me that you've never made a mistake with money, made a bad deal, lost some money in the stock market, lost some, you know, uh, however you, you put it, uh, Bill, don't,
0: don't burst the bubble that I have for you. <laughs> so I don't want to hear about well, your mistakes. <laughs> well,
1: I don't want to admit to my mistakes either, but I will tell you, I've made We've some. All done. We, everybody, everybody makes mistakes. And so let's give mom and dad some credit Yeah, there, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a lot to learn, and uh, there's one of the things that you need to learn is how to not make mistakes. When we come back, we can look at some of those ways. This is Asset Protection. It's Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio six eighty WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF and Asset Protection Today. Hi there, I'm Scott and Bill Alexander. The attorney is here as always, because otherwise it'd be a very empty conversation if it was just me. Um, Bill, New Year, a couple of weeks into it, and we've been talking changes and scams, and I don't think we're done necessarily with changes. There's so many different things that can can happen in our lives, in in the lives of our loved ones, that might precipitate us looking at things and thinking about a different way of doing things
1: well you know there are an awful lot of folks uh, that real they know that they haven't done what they need to do and you know as we approach the new year it's like you know we think about our health we think about you know eating right getting more exercise um, you know doing better with our investments uh, putting our legal affairs in order and, and the like and so, you know, the the real uh, monster when it comes to uh, a lot of these resolutions is a, is a real simple one, uh, but the monster is procrastination. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sitting on the couch and thinking, I know I need to do it, but I'll do it tomorrow or I'll... You know, I've got time to do it. next We'll do it next week. We'll do it next month. And then, you know, next week comes and it's so like, well, i still got plenty of time. Let's, right. You know, the, do you know how often people actually review their legal documents, Scott, on average?
0: Mm, every seven years.
1: No, it's more like about every 19 and a half years.
0: You're kidding. Wow. <laughs> It, you know, wow. Uh, yeah. A lot can and, happen in 19 uh, years. A
1: lot happens to a lot of families. And so we have a ton of optimists out there in the world that think, <laughs> oh, we don't either don't need documents because we're never going to die. Uh, we're never going to get sick. We're never going to need help. Uh, we don't need a health care agent. We don't need a financial agent. Uh, we don't need an executor of a will if we're not going to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't need a trust. And, and But the bottom line is, so, okay, some folks will put documents in place because, primarily because their wife makes them uh, when their children are born. And it's sort of like, okay, we have to put a plan in place for ourselves and our children. Um, but typically, most people don't look at it again for another 20 years. And so, uh, obviously... Uh, As people start looking towards retirement, you know, whenever that is, for some folks it's in their late 50s or early 60s and for a lot of folks it's their mid-60s, early 70s. Um, You know, that's a time when they know they really need to bear down, they really need to look at things very seriously based on what they've done in the past and where, you know, what they have to deal with. But the bottom line is, is that folks really do need to get their legal affairs in orders. And that is particularly true for anyone who is already retired or approaching retirement or approaching Social Security, Medicare, and all of the changes that come with that, uh, how to invest their portfolio, uh, how to uh, deal with legal documents. And as I've said so many times, most seniors do not have the right legal documents to go into retirement with. Uh, they most folks don't know what kind of options they have uh, with legal documents because most folks simply go to their to their lawyer down the, on the corner of the neighborhood, and they say, "We we just want simple documents, uh, you know, everything to each other, and the like." Um, uh, we don't need much. Just give us what's cheap. And, and you know, my, that might accommodate folks who are younger, but as we're seniors, we need more robust documents. We need better planning because that way we can not only plan for ourselves, but we can plan for our spouse and we can plan for our children and our grandchildren. Mm-hmm. So th- that's why as we approach uh, our later stage in life that our documents really need to be robust and we do really do need to look at it far more often than every 20 years. Uh, many families should be looking at their, their underlying foundational legal documents every year or two or they need to be making sure that they're still doing what they need to do because, well, let me go back. How we hold property Everybody has property. Uh, you know, it's not just the personal property we have. We have bank accounts. We have life insurance. We have retirement accounts. We, some folks, a lot of folks have annuities. We have real estate. Uh, it, you know, all of us have property. And truthfully, here again, most seniors don't own their property that will allow their estate plan to work. You know, I, I have this slide with a seminar that I give frequently that says most wills and most trusts don't work. And it's a true story. At least they don't
0: work the way that they think they're going no, to work. No,
1: here, here's the thing. For any married couple, uh, and I'm really talking about married couples here, um they own their property so that their will or trust will not work, and they don't think about it.
0: Oh In other words, Because rights of survivorship. Right. And they own like their that.
1: their real estate together as husband and wife. That's tenancy by the entirety. That means the survivor gets it. They own their bank accounts joint with right of survivorship. The survivor gets it. doesn't matter what the will or trust mm. says. They own their retirement accounts with a beneficiary designation. so it, again, it doesn't matter what the will or trust says. They, they own their life insurance with a beneficiary designation. They own their annuities with the beneficiary designation. They own their investment accounts generally, jointly with right of survivorship. Hence, well, I'll ask you, Scott, what do you have left if none of those properties that we just mentioned, your real estate, your bank accounts, your investment accounts, your retirement accounts, your life insurance, and your annuities – all go outside your will or your trust. What do you have left?
0: Those porcelain figurines on the mantle. Uh, exactly. <laughs> your stuff it. in the
1: attic. your right. Maybe your truck. Maybe your car. But the bottom line is, is that your will or your trust is not going to work. I've I've seen people spend five thousand dollars for an estate tax plan that failed because. In other words, where they needed tax planning, and it absolutely failed because they never changed how they own their property to make their trust work. It's the worst mistake people make. And so part of estate planning is not only having the right documents, but having the right advice so that you own your property in a way that will make your trust or your will work. Because there's so many things that you can do to protect your spouse or your children at death. And most of my clients, when they learn the options that they really have in terms of the things that they can put in place, particularly with asset protection for their spouse and their children, that's what they elect to do as opposed to simple. Right. Uh, Now, it doesn't mean that it's complex or difficult to do it just just means it's not what most people have because when you know what your options are you can choose better options
0: That's right And especially if you get good advice from somebody like you bill alexander with Law.com. that's where you find him online um a break and back and uh, and more ways to make sure that you're set up and ready for the eventualities coming up on news radio 680 wptn News Radio 680, WPTF, and Asset Protection Today. And uh, Bill winding down here, and uh, th- there's a lot of different places that people can, can go get advice, whether it's from their banker, their insurance agent, uh, an actual estate planning attorney, but they all seem to be missing certain pieces, and you've got them all kind of covered, don't you?
1: Well, uh, Scott, I appreciate you saying that, because we we do believe that at WG Alexander & Associates that we offer more than what uh, the great majority of estate planning law firms offer, because we we are one of the few uh, uh, law firms in the state that understand elder issues. You know, elder law, particularly as it relates to government assistance and long-term care planning. Uh, hopefully, most seniors won't need it, although a lot will. We know that half right. will need it, or more than half. And so it's a very important aspect of uh, any senior's planning. And it's something that we bring to the table that other estate planners do not. And the other thing uh, that we bring to the table is the ability to work with other advisors, you know, whether it's uh, other attorneys, CPAs, financial advisors, we believe in working with the other advisors so that there is one consistent overarching plan for folks uh, that's a really important concept uh, for families, and most families don't have anything close to that. They have a very disjointed plan where they've gotten advice from their banker for this, their financial advisor for that, their lawyer for something else, uh, and so they just have a piecemeal plan, and, and an overarching plan that's, just, that's consistent among all of the advisors is really what people should look for
0: it's like I buy a transmission from this person I buy an engine from this person I buy the axle here I buy the door and the windshield doesn't mean that any of those are bad pieces but they may not go together to build the car that it, we think
1: it has to work together okay. to, to really make the car run
0: I bet you've opened some eyes of some other advisors and attorneys haven't you with a, we a,
1: have uh, and we enjoy doing it and we do it every day
0: yeah. <laughs> not in a way like uh 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 uh, uh. it's no, just no, no. you know what no, I'm no. glad that, we, that we're here to it's help it's right?
1: always enjoyable working with other professionals
0: Okay, online again that's where you can sort of poke around first and, and take a look at some of the stuff that Bill has to offer, and then maybe the next step would be a seminar, and then set up a meeting. You'll find it well worth your time. A break and back, and then uh, we'll put a bow around yet another edition. Can you believe how fast it went? Oh Asset a- protection today on News Radio six eighty WPTF. Asset protection today on News Radio six eighty WPTF and uh, and Bill, um, a little sad. Changes coming in my world and uh, this is my last program with
1: you. Well, we we wish you well, Scott. You've been a great host and uh, I, I know you're excited about moving to Charlotte and working with a great radio station down there. Uh, but just I want to thank you for all you've done and, and wish you well.
0: It's my pleasure and vice versa. And uh, you got a new guy coming in that I highly recommend and, uh, and glad is going to be part of your program, Jason Kong.
1: Well, thank you, Scott. I'm looking forward to uh, working with Bill and
0: uh, sort of it's, it's tough following your acts, but I'm going to try my hardest. We're well, going to learn a lot. Oh, so I, you, you I've learned already a learned bit. a lot today. <laughs> it's been, a, yeah, it's been an amazing year for me working with you. My eyes have gotten gotten wide open.
1: Uh, well, I I hope it helps a little bit. I learn every day too, Scott. We're yeah. all there, and I'm looking forward to working with Jason. I'm excited about it.
0: Well, you can always call if there's anything I can do to help. If you need some stupid remark, I'll stand by for <laughs> y'all. Okay, Bill. Thanks again. Jason Kong will be with Bill next week on Asset Protection today here on News Radio 680 WPTF.